You're listening to Hump Day News and Rumors on Mousecapades Radio. Get ready for something majestic. The following is an original production of the Mousecapades Radio Network. Page Studios. Here are your hosts. Happy Hump Day, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Stephanie, Jeremy, and Matt. We hope that you're all staying safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 894, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades and More podcast. Just a reminder that all of us on the Mousecapades and More podcast are travel agents. So if you're looking to book a trip, we'd be glad to help. You can text Vicki, Jeremy, Matt, or myself, Stephanie, at 636-373-4497, and we would be happy to get with you to design a magical vacation. A small refundable deposit of $200 will hold your resort and ticket package, so contact one of us today. So one kind of emergency that I don't think that I've ever heard them talk about in Florida, and I'm not even sure if Jeremy heard this from his son and daughter-in-law, but last week that a tornado had been spotted in Orlando. And so these guests were in line to go in in Rise of the Resistance, which is what I would feel pretty safe. And I guess it was, but they were in that second section. I think that's the second section where this like vehicle or whatever, I'm trying to think what it's called before you get into the um, area with all the stormtroopers. Yeah, the transporter. Okay, so they're in that area. And then the cast member gets a phone call and they said that the lady said that the cast member's face totally changed while she was on there. So she was being real stern and commanding up until that point and then got off. Her facial expression was changed. And she said, I have to let you know that we have to go under lockdown. And her whole demeanor changed from this character that she plays all the time, which is a good thing that they can do that. And they took them all to the area where the stormtroopers were, and they were all sitting in the floor in that area. But the lady said it was so surreal to be in there because you know how harsh they can be, even though probably on the inside, they're killing themselves laughing. They had to change and they were being caring and nurturing people that were scared of storms and all this kind of stuff. They helped people to the bathrooms that were like scared themselves having to go to the bathroom and all this kind of stuff. And of course, they were completely safe, but she posted it not because I mean, because it was a cool experience, she said, not that you want to be in that experience, but to see the characters on both sides, because as soon as they said it was safe, they flipped back into their character mode and continued what they were doing. And um She said it was just nice to see the cast members be real people, but how they could do their job, too. She was very appreciative to Disney, as I am, and we all are, that they are worried about the safety of their cast members and their guests and trying to make the experience the best that they can. So they were like ducking and covering with stormtroopers? So they didn't... um, show them like in the duck and cover position they were all seated on the floor in the pictures that she was shown the act like stormtroopers were sitting there <laughs> next to them oh i don't think any there was any live stormtroopers i think they were all the people that line you up before you put that in the other room and you get you get to escape okay i was gonna say that would be that would be a really fun story <laughs> the first order officers i think what they are i gotta tell you that 
someday I'm just waiting for those stormtroopers to all start walking around. And Joey's like, seriously, mom, they can't afford to pay that many people to stand there. Like, I don't know. I didn't know the first time I was in there. I thought it was possible. It's Disney. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they do make it look real. So there you go. All right. So this week, Disney announced the closing date to begin the refurbishment of the Country Bears Jamboree that opened on October 1st of 1971. Long time coming, huh? It's going to close on January 27th and stay closed until sometime this summer to create this new attraction with different songs in a variety of genres. And Disney has said that the new show is still going to have some hidden Easter eggs that'll give a nod to the original show that's entertain guests for all these years. So, I mean, having said that, if you are going to the parks before the 27th, We highly recommend that you go see this show for the final time with the animatronics that Walt himself helped create. We're going to miss songs like Every Guy That Turns Me On Turns Me Down, Blood on the Saddle, and Mama Don't Whoop Little Bayford, just to name a few. Rest in peace, original Country Bear Jamboree. We hope that the new version brings as much entertainment as the old one did. And this is how you know that Stephanie is not a big fan of this show because it's Mama Don't Whoop, Little Buford. 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 I was Bayford. <laughs> it's totally fine, but I was laughing. I'm like, obviously, she's not endured that show as much as I have. Oh, nope. Sure haven't. Sure haven't. <laughs> well, this first song I had to put in here because Kaylee listens to the show. And this is this is the one she's most sad about. Every guy that turns me on, turns me down. It's the triplets that sing it. Bonnie, Beulah, and Bubbles or something. I mean, I I laughed at the name. It's quite a... Well, that's what she said. She goes, why was that okay? I don't understand why that was okay. It's one of those over-your-head things for kids. Yeah, it's not overhead anymore. No. Well, she's not a little kid anymore. <laughs> no, I meant at school it's not. Oh, yeah. That's true. Not over uh... normal kids' heads. So speaking of additional changes at the Magic Kingdom, uh, some of the guest favorite attractions started yesterday on the 16th of January. Some of those times will run through February 4th. So, you know, a couple, few weeks there. Uh, now, they may change after February, but this is the schedule for now. The first one we told you about in December. That's the Festival of the Fantasy Parade, which will no longer have two shows during the day. I don't know how everyone thinks about that. But if you want to see this parade, you will need to be ready to watch it at 3 p.m. each day. There's also going to be a change with the Adventure Friends Cavalcade, which is showing at 5, 10 p.m. But beginning of Janu- on January 16th, you can see this cavalcade at 10.30 or 11.45. The Dapper Dans now will be performing at their normal 9.50 a.m. time slot, followed by the 10.55 a.m., 12.15 uh, p.m., 1.05 p.m., 2 p.m., and 3.40 p.m. And the Casey's Corner Piano Players first performance will be at 12.05 and his performances will be will continue hourly until the fin- they finish at 6.15 p.m. So be sure to check your My Disney Experience app for the confirmation on all of these changes. So a lot of changes to these shows. I like all these actually. I think that they're changing the time or down to one parade because this is supposed to be the slow time. Yeah, supposedly. Well, I mean, I definitely like the change for the cavalcade. Yeah. yeah. Earlier is better. Mm-hmm. Um, two is obviously better as well. I was kind of bummed that they're getting rid of one of the parades, um, just because it's so crowded most of the time. So I personally, like if we got two of them, kind of split up the crowd a little bit, but yeah, agreed. It is what it is. And again, it's just, you said until February, it says till February 4th and then they'll reevaluate. 
Yeah, that's slow time. That's fine. As long as they reevaluate before spring break. Yeah, because I come back on the 4th. All right, I get the first say it ain't so. Yes, you do. I read this one and said, this has Matt's name all over mm-hmm. it. <laughs> all right, so this one happened back in October, but because of legal issues, it was just released to the public. Seems on October 16th of 2023, Bruce Claff, 79, and his wife, Nancy Claff, 77, were visiting the Magic Kingdom in Orlando. A six-year-old woman from St. Petersburg, Florida, was the victim in this case. The woman sat on a curb on Main Street to wait for the parade to come. That is when the Clefts informed her that she was in their spot and that they were saving for their whole family to watch the parade. They demanded that she move. She tried to ignore them, but she didn't move. The man, Bruce, started to kick her in the butt and tried to push her off the sidewalk. Wonderful. The wife, Nancy, started kicking and hitting the woman, too. The wife began pulling the woman's hair as well. The woman asked the couple to stop, but they didn't. Cast member saw what was going on and tried to intervene. The cast member explained that she told the guests that she could sit there for the parade, which was a lie, but she was trying to stop the couple from hurting the other guests. Police were called, of course. The couple were removed and are now banned from Disney, and the woman is pressing charges. Good. Bruce was taken to the police station in the back of the cruiser, but Nancy wasn't seen in the car. However, prosecutors have decided to prosecute Nancy for battery. Well, entitlement comes in all age ranges, apparently. So sad, but I'm glad to prosecute him. I hope so, something happens. It seems like no one is prosecuted for anything these days, so I hope they get to throw the book at him. Bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? Bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? I think it's interesting. They're 79 and 70. I don't right. even know that my mom would do that. And they're pulling somebody's hair at that age? Like... Kicking them like she's sitting on the ground or probably just like kicking her in the butt. Like she probably had bruises the way she was describing it. I was like, she's like, they just repeatedly kept kicking my behind. They never released her name, which, you know, is good because they didn't need to. But I was, I just shook my head. I'm just like, seriously. <laughs> well, and like, like you never hear about like, no one intervenes. If I saw someone assaulting someone. Right. I'm sorry. I'm I'm, I'm going to intervene. I'm be like, you better stop that. Like, I don't care what happened. Stop it. Like, you're on Main Street. There's children everywhere. Stop acting like buffoons. Behaving like a babbling, bumbling band of baboons. Ugh. Yeah, these, these, none of these ever shocked me anymore. I mean, people ditching kids. People beat each other up. People jacked up on drugs, running around on tracks and naked. You know, good time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Love that commentary. So, um... The walking path that we've been using during the Walcott days of Epcot is going to close again permanently. So I'm talking about the pathway that we were taking when you first came in the front of the park, not the back. But you come in the front and you go to the right where those bathrooms are and it takes you the shortcut to the seas and the land. They close that off again. And I saw it in one of Kyle's videos. I think it was Saturday. I was hoping it was temporary, but it looks like it might be permanent again. And I don't know why, because I really think that helps with the flow of traffic when they bring the guests in that way, headed towards the land. Um, I don't know you guys' thoughts, but I was going to ask your thoughts. Uh, I guess we're just going to have to wait and see, but it'll be closed when I'm there for sure. But you guys understand what I'm talking about, where years ago you couldn't go that way. But then when they did all the walls, they did that. And I thought, you know, this is really cool. I think they should leave it like that. I don't know. Wow. What a bummer. I just think it opens it up. 
I mean, I'm all for more paths and shortcuts. You do enough walking at Disney as it is. Please don't make me do any more. Like if, if there is an easier way to get from place A to place B, make it happen. Well, I was telling Joey that too, because he was like, oh man, really? Because that's how he remembers Epcot. The first time he came in, it was open. He's like, what's going on? Something's missing here. <laughs> but you have to go either side of the orb and then go through the little area by Dreamer's Point now to get over to the land and to the seas again, which doesn't make sense to me. So maybe they'll change their mind because that's also on that path. You can also get to Journey of Water. I feel like I only know Walcott. Yeah. <laughs> so I've read this like nine times as we're talking, trying to envision this. And I'm, all I see are walls. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to be able to get around that park anymore. It's the way you used to go when the walls were up. So just imagine the walls and just you can't go right now. <laughs> we're gonna get there and it's gonna be all wide open i'm gonna like huddle in a corner i'm like i need my walls yeah. <laughs> there was arrows with like words written on it that says go this way <laughs> oh gosh but it's got to be beautiful can't wait all right so something super exciting happened this weekend it was the return of the disney dining plan Woohoo! good food good meat good god let's eat of course, there's lots and lots of restaurants and kiosks that are going to accept the Disney dining plan, but you all know my favorite restaurant. Well, quick service. I mean, is it a quick service? Mm, whatever. We all know Disney Springs and, you know, I love me some Gideons. Um, it's not on there. And that actually doesn't surprise me at all. I wouldn't think, I mean, they they get enough business as is. So for them to have that be one of your snacks, I just... It was it really wasn't surprising to me. But if you um, want your Gideons, you're going to have to pay for it <laughs> and not use your your plan. But we definitely think that you should because it is amazing. Now, there are 219 table service restaurants that are all a part of the plan and there are 119 quick service locations. So there's still plenty of other things for you to choose from. Uh, and even though, you know, Gideon's won't be on there. Go get those half pound cookies, those oh, layer cakes, maybe some peanut butter cold brew or a seasonal, seasonal um, favorite. They have those monthly. Yeah. Well, they haven't been changing them out, though. They haven't been? Mm -mm, I didn't notice one for this month. But the um, that if you ever see orange cold brew or French toast cold brew, we've had those and those are delicious, too. They just don't make anything that's not amazing. Can you imagine if, if you could use your snack points at Gideon's, everybody would hoard all their snack points and <laughs> they would never sell a cookie ever again. It would all be snack points. Disney would go broke. <laughs> yeah. And another thing, like, because this is like written in numbers in front of me, let this sink in. There's 219 table service restaurants and 119 quick service restaurants. Which one are you going to eat at? It's like, holy smokes. Like we all know there's an overwhelming number of, but when you see that, in front of you like this that's a lot of restaurants that is like when i read that 219 like i don't i thought maybe half that's why people need agents because it's like hey which restaurant do you want to eat at i don't know how many are there 219 yeah we only know the popular ones right well i've had to make myself go to other ones just because there are so many great ones and we mm -hmm. overlook them and don't go to them and so this particular trip that we're going on it's with our friends so we let them pick and they pick some of the ones we've taken them to before in the past but when we went in october we tried new places some of which we will go back to and 
sadly, Matt, I'm not going to your favorite restaurant, one of your favorite restaurants again. Which one? Garden Grill? Yeah, because they don't do the salsa, like you said, that would really make it better. And the food was, in my opinion, lukewarm and just okay. And it was a very expensive thing. And Joey was not feeling good that day. And they, I paid whatever it is, $79 for him to eat some cheesy potatoes and a drink. Which restaurant was that? Garden Grill. Okay. It's one of our favorites. Hey, you know. I'm sad because you and Chrissy love it so much. I just was like, I'm going to love it. Well, you know, the NFL playoffs are currently going on. If you watch it or you don't, well, that's what's been happening this whole past weekend. Uh, Some pretty big news Uh, to me. I'm surprised, but not surprised. The Walt Disney Company and the NFL, that's right, the NFL, are in deep talks to build a deal that would potentially give the house of mouse control over one of the world's biggest sports organizations. Multiple sources report that Disney and the NFL are looking to form a partnership in which the National Football League would receive a stake in the Disney-owned ESPN. While the iconic entertainment company could take control of NFL media, giving it, which would give it a huge boost of revenue in dire financial times currently, but while both Disney and the NFL are staying quiet on the issue, a new partnership between the two mega companies would have a massive effect on the media landscape. It, it really, really would. A deal to make Disney the primary, if not only media group associated with the NFL, would direct an enormous amount of ad revenue and audience members away from its primary rivals, which the NFL already you know, allowed Disney the rights to broadcast Monday Night Football on ESPN and ABC during the WGA and the SAG after strikes, indicating the connections between the two companies are growing. So what do we think about this possible per- permanent partnership? I know they've been mum on it. There wasn't a response, I believe, recently, a day or so ago from ESPN. Um, and this would be huge. No, it <laughs> Yeah. And I don't even know that much about football, and I know that this would be huge. Yeah. And also, I mean, I was looking at this little, a little bit further. And, I mean, of course, I forgot all the other affiliates that are, you know, with football. Like you have Amazon. I'm probably going to miss some. So those listeners, you know, I'm going to butcher this. But I know uh, my wife and their her family, they're from Kansas City. So they're huge Chiefs fans. And Corinne, we don't have Peacock. We don't stream Peacock. And I know they streamed that game on Saturday evening mm-hmm. on Peacock. And I guess, of course, some people were mad. And there was a huge, what I had seen this evening, huge revenue that came in on that stream for that one game. Um, so you have Peacock, you have Amazon, you have... Of course, ESPN, ABC, which is Disney. But I mean, it's just like there's all these other affiliates that have to, you know, chime in on this and they haven't as of yet. But wow, that would be big. And I'm wondering if they would like, would this be on Disney Plus? Would it be on how would or ESPN? I'm assuming ESPN Plus that's on the whole Disney bundle. But I don't know. But that means money for Disney. Yeah, I'm just thinking Disney likes to have its hand in everything. Yeah. <laughs> Even stuff they shouldn't have their hands in. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Who cares about sports? Oh, you're hitting the nail on the head there, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get hate mail now. Hey, I'm the most unsporty. Like, I mean, like, I don't care about professional sports at all. Like, keep your nose out of sports. Worry about movies and parks. Yeah. Right. I so agree. Ten years ago, I would have been all for this. Now, I'm like, I can care less. It's big on that revenue. Agreed. But next, they're going to start growing like apple orchards. And it's like, oh, my God, what's next? <laughs> they're going to join forces with um what's the label that makes the cranberry juice what is that one they're going to take over oceans right you got mickey or goofy out there starting the cranberries <laughs> they're going to get us on every aspect of life <laughs> oh gosh oh man all right 
While using the My Disney Experience app over the weekend, guests got a pop-up that said, in quotations, this app contains in-app purchases like Disney Photo Pass downloads that cost real money, unquote. It also had an OK button that guests can click to confirm. Guests can't make the purchase without confirming, luckily. Uh, Disney hasn't made any announcements about this, but something like this typically means something went wrong, causing this to be added to the app. It may uh, be to confirm guests' understanding that there are purchases, things like food, mobile ordering, things like that, Genie Plus, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, it could also have been added to prevent children from purchasing items without their parents knowing. Yeah, that's the big one there. Uh, whatever the reason, be sure to watch out for it next time you visit. Uh, oh, I, I know so many people that's like, oh, yeah, we got like a $300 bill from Amazon because, you know, juniors buy, you know, every bluey season they can get their hands on. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, they need to have those things because, you know, I can't, you know, buy John Wick 4 without saying yes three times. So no one should be able to buy anything like that. Yeah, Lucy totally did that on Amazon one time. She was looking for like gift ideas. I told her to use my phone and look for gift ideas. And she just hit buy now on everything that she wanted. And mm. later I looked at Amazon and I was like, oh my gosh. The best Christmas ever. <laughs> Luckily it was within time I could go and cancel it. But I went and talked to her and I was like, you realize you hit purchase all of those? And she was like, what? <laughs> Did you think mommy came into some money? <laughs> she didn't know she was doing it. She thought she right. was just liking it or something. I don't know. But I'm like, oh, my gosh. Well, I remember that one viral video where some four or five year old ordered yeah. all kinds of stuff on Alexa and just said, Ooh. Alexa, order, blah, blah, blah. Alexa, order. blah. So, yeah, I'm so glad that my kids are older with the technology <laughs> the way it is. <laughs> Joey would have. Uh, yeah. Joey wiped out all of our. What were those? Nobody uses it anymore. iTunes uh, money. He didn't realize when his closed, when his emptied, then it started taking the rest of the family because they were all linked. And he went through like $300 worth of iTunes money. It was insane. Ah, the joys of children. <laughs> so fans of Mickey have realized that while Disney does have a lot of Mickey Mouse entertainment for subscribers on Disney+, Plus, they're missing the House of Mouse. Another Mickey supporter replied, yes, put it on Disney+. Plus." No, wait, scratch that. Not only put it on Disney+, Plus, but also do a reboot that features characters who are not just from the animated films, but also from the animated shows. They think if D DuckTales can get a reboot, then why can't this show? House of Mouse, an animated television series that aired from 2001 to 2003, introduced a unique and entertaining concept to the Disney animated universe that encapsulated their younger audience, keeping the magic of Mickey alive in this new storyline. House of Mouse had 52 episodes which left a very lasting legacy. Yep. Jeremy's waving or nodding his head. So oh, his kids, time. I was going to say your kids probably watched it. Did your oldest son watch it, Matt? I can't say I'm familiar with that at all. Oh, I watched as an adult. <laughs> oh, you watched as an adult. Okay. Well, oh, that's yeah. fine too. Why don't they just come up with something new? That's a, that's my vote. <laughs> Agreed with you on that too. Though the DuckTales reboot was phenomenal. I didn't see that. It better be because DuckTales was like, like I remember waking up every morning before school watching DuckTales. Now that one I remember the jingle for, Vicky. DuckTales. Um, I've got a really fun say it isn't so for you. This is a, a gift that keeps on giving over here with this story. Say it ain't so, say it ain't so. so Miss Anna Warner is being charged with domestic violence. Here we go. After she attacked her sister inside a Disney World hotel. 
the two were on a trip celebrating their father's 96th birthday. Happy birthday, Dad. I'm going to get the cops called on me for fighting my sister. Bad boys, bad boys, what you going to do? What you going to do when they come for you? Bad boys, bad boys, what you going to do? What you going to do when they come for you? Okay, so they got into a fight at Animal Kingdom Lodge. One sister was accused of biting the other, which eventually led to her arrest and removal from the property. Again, these were not young people. This woman was 61 years old. She pled not guilty to the misdemeanor. The incident occurred on November 5th of 2023. The fight reportedly started after the two began to argue after a long day at the parks. I mean, come on, guys. We've all been there. The parks, it is a long, long day. It's really no need for you to bite your sister, especially when you're in your 60s. Ah, oh, man. You know the best reason to bite him? <laughs> I'm frustrated. <laughs> the sister informed authorities saying Anne became aggressive and bit her on the right arm. There were reportedly red marks on her arm. Warren denied biting her sister, but she did admit that she threw all of her stuff on the floor during the fight. I mean, say it isn't so. <laughs> Unfortunately, it is. Say it ain't so, say it ain't so. Your dad lived a full 96 years. You're going to kill him while he's at Disney? Right. <laughs> oh, what a way to celebrate, ladies. What a way to celebrate. Hey, at least she's got all her teeth, you know. God bless her. <laughs> <laughs> How do we know they're real? I don't know. That's true. That's true. Could have had some chompers in there. <laughs> I've just never gotten so mad I would even consider biting as a, as a way for me to attack someone. <laughs> Everybody went through a biting stage when we were <laughs> little, yeah. not in our 60s. Wow. Aye, aye, aye. Wow. All right. So we try to keep you up to date on the Skyliner closure for any listeners that are headed to Disney World pretty soon. But in case you forgot, the Skyliner closed yesterday, January 16th, remains closed through the 21st for Pop Century, Art of Animation, and Hollywood Studios. Service to the Riviera and Epcot will be closed until the 27th of January for annual refur pardon me, refurbishments. Buses will be at the resorts during this time to take guests to the parks until the Skyliner is back in action. The Skyliner has grown to become one of the most traveled sources of transportation at Disney World. So we know people will be disappointed that it is unavailable. But however, we are grateful that the buses will still be available to transport guests. And, the Di and Disney does annual safety checks and refurbishments. I cannot get that word out tonight. Refurbishments. So yeah, just keep in mind, if you, if you are traveling during those times, the Skyliner is down. But hey, you've got bus transportation. Glad they're doing this for all of our safety. Things that need to be done. My clients that we're going to do the report it's actually two parts. So it'll be this weekend and next week, but she did not like it. I thought she'd be like Brad when she got up in there. It was too overwhelming for her. So I think <laughs> she'd have been happy if she was there this week. So she didn't have to ride it. She didn't like the Skyliner? She said it was, mm -mm, it was not for her. I can see some people not liking it. I love it. Brad Same thought here. he would because he's more about height, but he got on it. And once he realized it was stable, he was like, this is really cool. It's a new perspective to look at Disney. Yeah, absolutely. We ride it like it's a ride. I know. Uh-huh. Like, we won't, like, we're looking at a trip for 2024, and we've got outgrown pop, but we love it. And I'm like, I don't want to give up the Skyliner. Right. So just Caribbean Beach it is. There you go. That's a good resort, too. Yeah, I've stayed at multiple. That was the first Disney resort I ever stayed at, so I've got an attachment to it. Yeah, and the same with Cornell. It was our first one as a family family. So, yep. yeah. 
All right. Speaking of awesome Disney stuff, the ultimate Disney event, D23. I wish I was in Echoes. D23, for 2024 <laughs> dates have been announced. It will be August 9th, 10th, and 11th. Tickets will go on sale March 26th of 2024. It will be held in Anaheim, California at the Anaheim Convention Center and Honda Center. There will also be a D23 day at the Angel Stadium with the Los Angeles Angels versus the New York Mets. That'll be a good game if you're into it. Hotel reservations can now be booked through the D23 website. Expo has been removed from the title of the event because Disney is calling this an event like no other that will include shows, entertainment offerings, large presentations in the Honda Center, which seats 18,000 people. Yikes, that's a lot of people. Uh, Yeah, I mean, they have these every year now, and it's like, it used to be to, like, let everybody know about big things coming and huge announcements, and now it's, they can't have huge announcements every single year. It's like, you know, obviously it's a huge moneymaker, so they'll keep having it, but I would like to go once, just because it's nothing but Disney nerds, so everyone's there for the collective nerdum, so that'd be cool. It's before we start school. I think we should go. Yes, let's do it for our thousandth show. You should. You deserve it. Ooh, it's pricey. You know, all those extra ticketed things. Especially this year, how big they're making this, you know, back in, in Anaheim. Don't you also kind of feel like it's more of like a less of big news and more of like a dreamers type of thing? Lately, it is. Blue sky things. like Yes. Yeah. No, thanks. Give me real deal situations. I want speculations. I want action. Disney. Right. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> so you guys, everybody has trips planned this year, right? Uh, not yet. You need to get on these some of these deals that we talked about last week. Oh. That stay and play one? Yes. Mm. That one, as soon as I clicked on that, it was like $7.50 off. I was like, oh, we're going. <laughs> nice. When are you going, Jeremy? We are, well, I'm hoping to go in February, but it won't be until after Halloween this year. Uh, for us because we have I'm backpacking the Tetons and doing other things and we're traveling here and there so it's one of those off years for us but we want to do a like with our kids down there like a thanks Christmas Mm -hmm. two oldest are going to be you know right well one's in Orlando one's just across the border so we're going to be down there for a week uh probably like November 2nd or so around that time is what we're doing very cool. Yeah. I wish it was like, I'm used to going like every three months. This is going to be the first year where I'm going to be like. <laughs> Poor thing. Yeah, I know. First world problems. Right. We're probably going in February or March, like a last minute trip, but just haven't pulled the trigger yet. My family voted to go back around Christmas, but spend Christmas here for the first time in 15 years. Yeah. I don't know why they all of a sudden after 15 years want to stay at home because they still get their presents. <laughs> But, They're just very lazy. <laughs> well, I think we're staying home for Thanksgiving, too, which is very weird because we have that's been longer than that. I was just wondering how many trips we don't have as many planned as we did last year. And I'm like, Kaylee's weighing out. Do I get the annual pass? Do I not get the annual pass kind mm. of thing? But we want to do what my clients just did. And they stayed for New Year's Eve and they were talking it up to us. And Kaylee's like, I think I want to do that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you better talk to your dad. That's a lot of people. And he's like, I would do it for one year. We watched it on uh, the vlogs. So I think he's got himself mentally prepared. But they just told me two hours before the fireworks, they kind of found a place, hunkered down, and people watched until it was time for the fireworks. And it was fine. Nice. But they also had to wear coats and blankets and winter hats. (laughs) I was just saying, we were watching live streams of New Year's Eve. And I was like, yo, that's crazy looking. Like, it was intense. Oh, yeah. 
Like, especially if not, like it's off the chains. <laughs> well, the cool thing though, and I didn't realize, and if you've not been there, you wouldn't know either, but I didn't realize they ring in the new year for each country. So they each have their own way of ringing in the new year. That's neat. And so that's definitely something that I would like to experience. I also need to make myself eat at a different restaurant. <laughs> we always eat at the same ones. I looked at a house down there today. <laughs> Did you? Oh, I want to move down there so badly. And I'm like, if, if we move down there, I definitely would become an AP. But uh, actually, I got on there because Ron on the go was streaming and talking about things. I'm like, man, I work remote, so we can do that. My son lives there. My daughter-in-law lives there. And your other daughter will live close to there. Very close. Right. I'm like, so I found a house. Well, first of all, I Googled the wrong thing because it gave me Golden Oaks, <laughs> all of like... 13 to 19 million. I found one for $30 million. Oh, okay. Wow. My eight-year-old was like, yeah, dad. I'm like, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> but I found a house that was highly doable that we could sell our house for the same price. I'm like, it's now, we had a little debate earlier before dinner. Is it, I say Kissimmee. Is it Kissimmee or Kissimmee, Florida? I say Kissimmee. Kissimmee. I say Kissimmee. Kissimmee, all right. Yeah, potato, potato. Right. <laughs> Caribbean, Caribbean, it's like, you know, whatever. <laughs> right. There was one there and I'm like, oh my goodness. I mean, it was, it, it was perfect for me anyway. So I went downstairs to my wife, Corinne, and like showing her my computer. I'm like, look, look, <laughs> talked a lot about it. I'm, I've been like slowly working at it, but anyway, so yeah. And then my daughter who's getting married in three weeks was like, oh dad, yeah. You know, I'll be down there. You, you'll you be an AP. I'm like, no, that will be mine, sweetheart. <laughs> You're getting married. <laughs> you and your husband can get your own. Yeah, but they can get it for a good price from the service. That's true. That's why I told her. Yeah. With, yeah. MWR, all of that. Yeah. Yeah. I've already talked to him as well. I'm like, hey, Gavin, can you uh, help me out here? <laughs> for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I wasn't retired. So with my, I don't get like what a retired person gets from the service. Anyway, I'm rabbit holing. No, you're fine. At AP, and it triggered the house, and I would love. I, I was looking at homes there today. Yeah, I look all the time. You, you gotta wait. Like they're, they're so ridiculous down there right now. Yeah. There was one that was doable, but that was just by. That's just me getting all excited and seeing it on a computer screen. Who knows? Oh, anyway. No, it's easy to go down that rabbit hole for sure. Dreams, right? Dreams. Yep. Thanks to all our listeners for taking the time to listen to us discuss rumors and news and just discuss life in general. We hope that you uh, feel a little bit of magic each week when we are on the show. Please go to Apple or Podbean and give us a rating or comment. It does mean a lot to us and we love to hear from you guys. We did not hear from any of you guys that had any good, bad and ugly from 2023. So feel free to still reach out with that because that was a fun show to do. Um, I'd love to hear your comments as well. If you're interested in being a guest on our show or you've got a question or comment, you could text us at 636-373-4497. You can check us out on our social media account, The Mousecapades Podcast on Facebook. And be sure to listen to Friday's show where Vicky talks to her clients, the Perrys, about their awesome Christmas, New Year's, New Year's Eve Disney World trip. The family of five were there for 10 days. It'll be a good one to listen to. If you would like a free quote, contact Vicky, Jeremy, Stephanie, or me, Matt, at 636-373-4497. As always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, the Mousecapades and More podcast. Well, everybody, I think it's about that time. Disney love. Unlock the adventure. Hurry back. Have a magical day, my friends. Whatever you do, I'll do it too. Show me everything and tell me how. It all means something and yet nothing.
Beyond the trees above 